My name is Angela. My name is Nicole. And welcome to the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Hello, welcome Stitchers. Hey. We are so, I'm so excited. I know I say that pretty much like every, every time. podcast. <laughs> I can't good. help it, but I'm really excited because this episode was actually requested. Yeah. I can't believe it. Of course, it was requested by somebody that I know and I love <laughs> very much. So was my sweet husband. So this one's for you, babe. Hey. But he's been waiting for us to do this for a while. So I'm okay. so glad that we're finally well, doing there's it. there's so many different ones so <gasps> this one is a very specific encounter <gasps> so. we are talking aliens y'all yeah 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 aliens UFOs. little green men from outer space that's funny you say they that. don't have to be men well you you know what you yeah you kind of like catch up on my like wavelengths i do <laughs> there's something that you just said that uh -huh. i'm gonna go into so. <gasps> really yeah oh exciting so, okay good job you just nice. read my mind i do i love it yeah speaking of reading your mind yes what do you have what's, what's got you in stitches i have two things that have me in stitches i have nothing the first one i was so channeling you okay so i'll do both stitches yes, because please. the first one is absolutely you okay. going through me okay All right so i was taking my kids to school this morning okay normal you know yay, everyday life everyday life taking my kids to school and i always park in the neighborhood and then we walk i walk them on campus oh yeah and it was french bulldog day <gasps> they were everywhere ah! everywhere it's so cute and my favorite I dog. know. See, this is why I'm telling you. I was like, ah, I Nicole would be them. freaking out. They're I so would cute. Pick them up and hug them and squeeze them and never let them go. So okay. I got to do that <gasps> with a little fawn one oh, named baby. Rudy. <laughs> what a good name. And he was fawn. That's your favorite color. That's the one I want. I know. Oh my gosh. I'm he so was such a little round butterball. He was don't puppy or adult. He was an adult, okay. but he was just so, so perfectly yes. round and those. just very Frenchy. Sausage Frenchy. And his his dad was just like he's like he's the best Aww. dog. He's such a good therapy dog. And in my head, I could like all these noises that you're making right now. That's what was going on in my head. <laughs> I would have done I'm like, them. This out. is Nicole. <laughs> in my head making all these noises it was so cute i was Hi. like she's going to die that i actually am like touching this dog and like getting Jealous. his little face and he's all like <laughs> oh i love those little sounds and their little snorty snorts oh flat faces yeah oh, i love frenchie so much nicole wants me to uh raise frenchies yeah. on the farm oh yeah no if i could if I could change jobs uh -huh. in a in a like in a pit, in a drop of a hat, I would go buy Frenchies and uh -huh. I would be here like twenty four seven raising, raising them on my raising farm. Frenchies <laughs> on a farm. I would have a little pen back there. I'd make it myself. I know you I would. would. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> a pen. <laughs> <laughs> like they're chickens yeah uh no no but i would i would have a space for them because i love french bulldogs maybe i'll do that when i retire yeah you can yeah. raise frenchies i would absolutely love it so i'm so jealous i'm so glad I you know. got to, to see a frenchie and it was like it made me so happy i was like Good. i can't wait to tell that call i'm like that's gonna be my stitches squishy face until stitches number two happened uh -oh. she are said you ready this was opposite okay this is an opposite this is very ominous okay Okay, so I when I got home, uh, I was is sitting your farm haunted. Well, I was sitting <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> I was sitting in my car. Okay. And I had my door open. Yeah. You know, because I was about to get out, but I was just answering. And some, you're by yourself. I'm by myself. Okay. Yeah. And I was just answering some text messages mm-hmm. and I heard some noises that kind of sounded like shuffling happening in the, the grass. What? And I didn't think anything of it because you know I have chickens and we free range them during the day and often they're right around and you've got squirrels running around I have squirrels running you've got around lots of things going on yeah okay. yeah yeah so I was like oh, okay it's just you know chicken scratching around yeah because that can kind of sound like walking or feet shuffling sure right uh-huh and so the shuffling started to get a little bit louder and all of a sudden I heard like a big metally clangy clash and then chatter that sounded like words but I couldn't distinguish what they were and it was really really loud like it sounded like it was coming from my garage like it was happening right behind me so my garage door happened to be open because I was about to go inside Mm -hmm. and so I jumped out of my car but as soon as I jumped out of my car all the sounds stopped (gasps) it was completely dead and still nothing was moved around in my garage. There was no metal or anything misplaced that was clanking or so making sounds. So there was sounds. nothing like out of place in the garage. Nothing out of place. There were no animals around me. What? All the chickens had moved on to a different part of the, the land. And you heard distinctive like voices. I heard distinctive chattery voices. Yes. And there was nothing as soon as I got out of the car. And it was loud like it was right behind me. Right. I get out of the car and there's nothing. It just stopped immediately and there's nothing around me. Residual. Right? (gasps) You're so sensitive. It was crazy. I would be so scared. Did you sage your garage? I don't think we sage the garage. So maybe we should do that. Yeah. You need to sage everything outside. (laughs) What? I still have my sage, my smudge stick so I can go do that. It's cool. I thought it was cool. (laughs) You're weird. It didn't, it didn't freak me out. It was just kind of like, oh. So you got That's something an interesting going thing. On, huh? I will I will definitely talk about it on the podcast. Huh. I'm just thinking like before you, there was only like what one owner maybe? Oh no, there's been many owners. Oh, okay. How it's, old is this farm? This farm was well, I don't know how long the land was built, but this okay. house oh, the land has been here because of land. <laughs> but the house was built in nineteen eighty one. Oh. It's not that long. Yeah, it's not that long, but it has gone through a lot of owners. It no one's I mean, it's died looking, on the property, right? Not that I'm aware of, not that I've been made aware of. So I don't know. I Crazy. don't know the history of the property. I do know the people that lived here before us are sweet and wonderful, sure. and I love them, and I still text them. Okay. And so there wasn't any like bad great energy people. there. No, no, no. Huh. And Did they ever tell you things that happened here? No. Huh. No, no, and no, they no. probably would never do that. <laughs> they wanted they're to like, sell the house. Yeah, exactly. So they really like, wouldn't oh, do that. We want to tell you scary stuff. Right, right, right. No, but they're they're very wonderful, sweet people. Interesting. And but they were here for five years. Uh-huh. The people before them were here for just a couple years. Weird. And it seems like people that lived in this house haven't lived here for very long. It's changed a lot right. of hands. So I'm like, well, I'm wondering if there is something going or on or somebody here. left something like something was attached to somebody well okay here's a here's oh, an no. interesting thing okay we do have a floor safe that nobody knows how to open <gasps> really isn't that cool <laughs> just use some tools what can you not like no we have to get a safe cracker because it's get it. I, I know I'll i buy know. it for you <laughs> i'm so intrigued well yeah i have i have a number of a guy so i'm gonna give him a call and get see that guy's that number safe. get it 
We're like, it's going to be a million dollars. Yeah. Wouldn't that be so cool? Like, or like some really old stocks and bonds. That, oh, like, that would be cool. That would be so awesome. Yeah. It's, there's probably nothing in there, but you know just it would be cool just to have or even like just some kind of like weird paraphernalia right but right now it's a million dollars okay okay it's we have a million dollars or like in the floors (laughs) doubloons (laughs) or a crazy like treasure map that we have to go follow yeah in the on the farm yes like under the big tree yes (gasps) under the big pepper tree there's only imagine (laughs) oh i'm so excited yeah so that's, those that's are the creepy. two things that had me in stitches. Those are good. One is like wonderful little puppies yeah, and happy. the other one is like haunting maybe. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time I'm here. Yes. I feel fine. Well, yeah. But I'm not sensitive like you, I don't think. Oh, so. I feel, I feel very welcome and okay. happy in this house. Yeah. Except for all the weird things incidents so when the weird incidents happen (laughs) like lights flickering or so you know we have the weird light flickerings that happen and Mm -hmm. I told you I did a little session in my office because the lights were flickering one day they have not flickered since okay they've been they're on right now they've just been sitting and the scary sounds that we had when we were here remember the scary sounds were just your lightsaber oh yeah I went to Disneyland and I made a lightsaber and it was going off like crazy. Yeah. And we're like, what's that sound? It hasn't done it since. So I don't you know. you turned it off, right? You were no, to- I didn't oh. mess with it. Okay. It just stopped doing it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So a ghost was playing with your lightsaber. <laughs> Maybe. That would I don't cool, know. man. It's a fun electronic for them to mess with that they haven't yep. probably encountered before. Yep. So <laughs> what is this? Oh, fun stuff. Okay. Well, are we ready to dive in? Yeah. I'm really excited about this, this crochet pattern that you found. It's so cool. It is way cool. It looks hard. It's not hard. (laughs) It's not hard. It's, it's complicated. There are many steps, but let's talk about it when we get stitching. Should we get stitching? Let's get stitching. Let's get stitching. Okay, Stitchers, are you ready for this week's crochet? Yes. Now, this one is going to be a little bit frustrating for some of you because... Don't say that. Well, it's a purchased pattern. Right. And so I don't have permission currently to demonstrate it. I'm working yes. on that. So we'll see if we can do that. But... It fits our theme. It fits our theme. Yeah. And it is the cutest thing it is. I've ever seen. So we will show you guys pictures on our socials. Oh, we'll take tons of pictures. It's an alien head granny square. In fact, that is exactly what it's called. Alien head granny square. And I found this on Ravelry. So I was talking to Nicole mm-hmm. and I was like, Nicole, do you know Ravelry? I've heard of it. She's heard of it. Yeah. But she's like, what? is it if you guys don't know Ravelry this will expand your mind Mm. so you need to go to Ravelry.com okay and you can sign up for free it's not like a thing but any type of yarn art project Mm -hmm. that you want it's just a database for those oh it's there yeah it's there anything so if you feel like hmm I really want to make a really cool alien head or find some kind of pattern that has to do with aliens Mm -hmm. because that is our theme this week yeah yeah you just type in you know on the query you type in query I love that word that's a good word yes it is and you're like I want to do something with aliens is there any alien crochet project and then a bunch of things will pop up and you just see pictures and you're like hmm 
let's see this one. A lot of patterns are free. So that's absolutely something that you can search for. This one was not. This is a paid pattern. Um, it's $3. And it that's is, not bad. it's not bad at all. It's absolutely worth free the books. $3 because there are so many things you can do with this cute little Yay. granny square. And it is brought to us by Christine and Melvin. And Christine she Melvin. has a Facebook yeah, she has a Facebook group called Alternative Crochet, so you can find her on Facebook. But this pattern is so stinking cute, you guys. It's, and it's really adorable. It's very simple to make. I want to turn it into pants. <laughs> Nicole was like, you know, we can make, we can, app, it can be like an applique and put it on a jean jacket or something. Was, and I was like, that cool, would be super right? cute. On the back or the On front. the back of a jacket yeah. just to use like a patch. Yeah. Or you can make it a sweater, but it's just this cute little alien head with these giant big black eyes. And I got to use some techniques that I've never used before. Like what? Like right up, right in between the I eyes. I see that. It's the thicker area there. Yeah. So it's a join together. Um, oh. So I've done different ways of joining together, but the way you do it this way is that I stitched down part of one of the eyes and then I joined at the corner of the eyes, I did a, a join together, mm -hmm. which is, you know, you do a, I think it was um, a single crochet joined together. So you start a single crochet and then you pull up a loop and mm. you start a single crochet and the other one, pull up a loop and you pull through all three loops, oh, right? Join okay. together. We've done those yes, before. Yeah. Right. Or crochet together, crochet right? Crochet together. Yeah. And then you go back the other eye by doing a stitch in the corresponding side, hopefully this makes sense, but you do like if it was a single crochet in that stitch placement on the first eye, mm -hmm. you do a single crochet there and then you pull up the loop and then you insert your hook into that stitch and you pull the loop through that stitch and so that makes it come together. Cool. It joins it together. And it makes this really cool little design yeah, in between looks, the eyes. Yeah, you can tell it's a little different. It's, it, it pops up more than yeah. the other sides. So but. that was a cool technique that yeah. I've never done before. Um, the rest of it is just, you know, normal crochet stitches that you cool. would normally do. It does have two magic rings when you're making the eyes, mm -hmm. but it is the cutest little dude. Yay! So I highly recommend you guys go to Ravelry, look up the alien head granny square, spend those $3 y'all because it. it is so it's worth it, worth it. Yes! and it's so cute. It is super cute. And you can do sweaters, you can do pants, you Anything can do you blanket, bags. Bags. That would bag, be such a cute right? bag. Put it on the bag. Oh, but for all you alien lovers, please dig this one out. And yes. you can see pictures of it on our social media. I don't know if I'll be able to demonstrate it for you guys, but I will do something so that you guys can see this beautiful In alien progress. head. It's yeah. so cute. It is very cool. So cute. Good job, Angela. Thank you. Good find. Yay. So that's all I have for stitches this week. Okay. That's good because the story is so cool. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't uh, wait. I'm so excited. So should we get to story time? It's story time. Yay! Okay, Angela. Yes. So yes. we are going to do Close Encounter at Kelly, Kentucky. Close Encounter at, at Kelly, Kelly, Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. Now, this has been known. Um, it, it just, this story blew up to the point where it became the Little Green Men. Oh, Going okay. back to where you were saying. Yes, Little, little Green, green men. men. But the fact 
that that's called that is weird because these things, creatures that were spotted and encountered, they weren't green. Oh. And they weren't men. So <laughs> it just it just spun out of control. And there was other encounters after this that were saying that they were big green men. So it just kind okay. of went out of control. But let's get into this. It's so cool. Okay. Okay. So now, do you remember how we talked about the Mothman Festival in yes. Point Pleasant, West Virginia, yes. right? And they celebrated this well-known cryptid that is based on eyewitness accounts. Yes. Okay. Did you know that just a state over, they have what's called the Kelly Little Green Men Days Festival. Kelly Little Green Men Days Festival. Right. And Kelly is a shade of green, which you are currently oh wearing right now. Did you notice? You're wearing Kelly green. You're channeling it. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. <laughs> How cute is that? Okay. Well, yeah. So the festival, unfortunately, was canceled in 2021. And I'm not sure if it was held this year because I couldn't find it on the website. Oh. But it would have been their 10th anniversary. Oh. Yeah. I they love did it. it. Yeah. So 10 years. So is it that recent that they've had these sightings? No. Oh, okay. It's just recent that they are Started doing the festival. Celebrating it. Yes. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Something happened. We're going to throw a big festival for okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Okay. So the, the event that I'm about to talk about, I've heard about this a few years ago and it's really fascinating. Okay. Like, it gets me. I, like, I, I'm so into this. It was kicked off because, uh, again, I was telling you about the aliens of little green men. But that's not exactly what was witnessed. And 10 different people, I'm going to reiterate this, 10 different people witnessed this incident. Ooh, okay. okay. Let's start from the beginning. Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. When you sing, you begin with A, B, C. Oh, no. When you read... <laughs> <laughs> when you read, you begin with A, B, C. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi. Uh, now she got it. I was, I was like, I'm like, going to keep going until she gets from? it. Do, a deer, a female deer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know this song. I know it. Where is it from? Okay. All right. Um, so the date is Sunday, August 21st, 1955. Okay. I like the 50s, apparently. The 50s, What's yeah. What's going on with the 50s with me? I guess I just like starting there. I look, A lot of things happened in the 50s, yeah. though. Well, the, my, the giggling granny was the yeah, 50s. Yeah, she was in the 50s. Right, that's when she was arrested. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the 50s, 1955. Okay. The scene, a small three-acre farm located in Kelly, Oklahoma, very close to Hopkinsville. The small town of Kelly had roughly 150 people in the community, all in scattered farmhouses. Okay. It was very rural. Right. The Sutton Farmhouse was situated right next to the Ellen N. Railroad and Route 41. From the front porch, you could see the tops of cars going back and forth. So it was very close to a main road. Yeah. And the LNN Railroad. LNN Railroad. Shout out to anybody that's played Rail Baron. That was a <laughs> Nicole's face what? right now. <laughs> it's a board game okay. from like, I don't know, the 70s, but it's okay. a tradition in my family. Growing up, you play it every holiday really? that you're together, and it can take days to really? play this board game. Yeah. Is it it's all just like railroads. making a railroad? Yeah, you become a rail baron, and oh. LNN is one of them. Oh, yep. is LNN in Monopoly too? Or am I wrong? It might be. I can't remember. I, will. I don't know. I haven't played Monopoly. What are the Monopoly railroads? 
give us a let us, us know <laughs> give us a shout out we we let just have all we these remember. different versions of monopoly at our house like little kid ones right? yeah so yeah we have, have that we have miss monopoly and it's oh. all about women that have invented things so oh, you collect cool. the inventor cards for right the women on. that have invented things yeah yeah it's have, cool we have yokai <laughs> yokai monopoly <laughs> i love it collect the yokai i love it all right the sutton farm grew tobacco to sell and uh, a small amount of vegetables to just eat at the farm and the nearest house to this particular farm was roughly a quarter of a mile away Okay. So it's not, it's again, this is very rural. Yeah. They had a well in the backyard to get their water and an outhouse at the corner of the property. Mm -hmm. To the left and right, there were chicken wire fence. Right. The left had barbed wire as well, roughly two to three feet high. Okay. And maple trees grew in the front and wells in the back of the house. And the back edge of the property had a cyclone fence that was four feet high, although half of it was torn down. Okay. Beyond the fence, a field belonged to their neighbor, Gaither McGehee. Gaither McGehee. Yeah, hard name to say. Nice. Gaither McGehee that had a gully or it's like a a ravine to the right if you're looking at it from an aerial point of view. Yeah, I have a little ravine on my property. Okay, so you know it. And this is a two and a half acre, so their farm is just, you know, half an acre bigger than mine. Oh, so this is helping you get a perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do that because it's very important how everything is set up for that night. Okay. The Sutton family animals only consisted of pigs, cat and kittens, and one dog. So it was very strictly growing tobacco, which was like the big crop of the time. Right. Inside the house was a living room, a bedroom, a kitchen, and back porch. And the entire house was approximately 35 by 15 feet. Oh, okay. Very Very small. small. Small, small farmhouse. The bedroom had two beds. The living room also had two beds. And the living room housed a fireplace for warmth. There was no radio, nor telephone, nor w- running water in the farmhouse. Oh. So very bare minimum. Yeah. Okay. That evening, that August 21st, there were eight adults and three children at the Sutton farmhouse. Let me go through the list. Eight adults. Eight adults. Eight adults. And three, three children. children at that night. Okay. okay. Not everybody living Not a, in that house. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I feel like, ooh, Just that, that's a that, cramped, tiny yeah, little house. Be, but they were all staying the night. Oh, how? <laughs> exactly, right? Okay. So Mrs. Glennie Lankford was 50 years old. She is kind of the, the matriarch. Elmer Lucky Sutton. His nickname was Lucky. He's 25 years old. This is Mrs. Lankford's son by her first husband. And her first husband was Tillman Sutton. That doesn't matter. He was deceased. So he's okay. not in the picture. So Glennie Langford, Lucky Sutton, Vera Sutton, 29 years old, wife of Lucky, J.C. Sutton, 21, another son of Mrs. Langford, Aileen Sutton, 27, wife of J.C. Okay. O.P. Baker. He's the brother of Aileen. So he's related to kind of. Okay. Gotcha. He's roughly in his 30s. Billy Ray Taylor, he's a big one in this story, 21 years old, friend of Lucky's. June Taylor, 18, mm-hmm. wife of Billy Ray. And then the kids, Lonnie Charlton and Mary Langford, roughly 12, 10, and 7 years old. Okay. okay. The like chi- my kids. Yes. Now the <laughs> children of. all belong to Mrs. Langford, and they were from her second husband, Oscar Langford, who had also passed away. Okay. Do we have a giggling granny no. situation here? <laughs> no relation. Okay. No relation. 1950s, I guess, you know. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, again, eight adults and three children. Okay. 
There were other Sutton family members, Tillman Sutton Jr. and Frank Sutton. They lived in Hopkinsville. So it wasn't like kind of down the road. They lived right. in the main area. And then Violet was a daughter of uh, Mrs. Langford who lived in Michigan. Oh, okay. Okay, so these she three, <laughs> yeah, these three are not in this area. Okay. Um, now, the permanent residents. So you're asking like how the, this is a lot of people that live in this house. So permanent residents were Mrs. Langford. J.C. Sutton and his wife and the three children, okay? Okay. But both the Taylors and Lucky Sutton and wife were staying there for a few months. Oh, my This farmhouse goodness. was crowded. How? And also, wow. I have to note this because it pertains to the story as we'll get into it. Those two couples were with a traveling carnival. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was a cute giggle. I like that. Okay. Timeline. Okay. No, this whole event was pieced together by various interviews and eyewitness accounts. So it gets a little fuzzy here and there, but this is the best recount of the close encounter at Kelly's. Okay. Now, first. I just got chills. Yay. This is so cool. Okay. Now, first, I want to go over this in August 22nd. So the day after the event. Okay. I, w- I just want to put this out here. In the Evansville Press, police stated residents of a farm area half a mile from Kelly reported a rocket ship or flying saucer landed in a field about half a mile from Kelly. Residents told officers they saw a flash coming out of the sky. The glowing missile swooped down on a field near the Sutton farm. Oh, so other people saw it, but they weren't like... So let me set that. I just wanted to give that out because I want to show that there was a news report about Uh this alien sighting. Oh, that's cool. Okay. All right. Rewind. Okay. <laughs> now, back to August 21st. Okay. Okay. 7.30 p.m. It's late summer in Oklahoma. The night was still hot and full of mosquitoes. Ah. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Most of the family and friends were in the farmhouse while Billy Ray Taylor, again, he's the friend of Lucky's, went out back to get some water from the well. All seemed normal. Okay. But soon after he reached the well... Billy Ray ran back in a frenzy to the farmhouse, claiming he just saw a flying saucer. Whoa. Bucket still in his hand. He claimed that he saw a silvery object, real bright with an exhaust all the colors of the rainbow. Ooh, fun. Yeah. I like that. Rainbow-y. That's cool. Right? It was a quiet object, obviously, since no one in the family heard anything except Billy Ray shouting about the flying object. Oh, yeah interesting he watched it fly towards the farm about 30 to 40 feet in the air slow down and then drop straight down and land in the 40-foot gully and gather mcgehee's property whoa well the family thought he was joking because no one took him seriously and there's a theme to that which is actually kind of funny okay so no one took him seriously he's like like you're oh you're funny oh uh-huh. billy ray he's, he's the carnival he's like, trying to get us yes. yeah 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 Ah, yeah. And his normal character traits obviously led them to believe he was trying to get a rise out of everybody. Right. They told him he must have seen a shooting star. And because of this, they all stayed inside the farmhouse and they no one investigated or inquired outside. (laughs) 
8 o'clock p.m. Okay. The Sutton family dog is outside and started barking ferociously. Oh, no. When your animals start going crazy. Right. That's, that's it a has to prick things on yeah. your neck and right? like get you. Yeah, you've got to be on alert. You're like, if your well, animals are doing I, you're stuff. on a farm. Maybe, yeah, maybe there's a fox or a wolf or something out there. Maybe trying. Yeah, to but get still, some you animals, need to but, investigate. Right. Yeah. Right. So he starts barking ferociously. This alarmed Lucky Sutton and Billy Ray, who wandered to the back door to see what was going on. They go out and they poke their heads out, and as soon as they did this, the dog shot underneath the house with his <gasps> tail beneath his legs. Oh, puppy! And side note, the dog hid there until the next day, as no one saw him the entire night. Oh, poor puppy! So he was very. Well, scared. I'm glad that that he didn't die because of the no hashtag dog did not die. Yes, yes. that's that's new. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel like in all of the. The movies and things that they we watch to, where they right. encounter aliens, the dog dies. The dog dies. Mm. But this one doesn't. He's just really, really scared. Scared. Mm. Poor baby. Yeah. So they're outside. So it's just Billy Ray, right? And, mm -hmm. and Lucky. Something at that moment happened that really creeped the two men out. <gasps> they could see something approach their farmhouse from the back fields, and it had a strange glow to it. Ooh. It got closer and closer to the point they could finally make out a figure. <gasps> yeah, it was a man. No, not really a man. Oh. It was only three and a half feet tall with an oversized, perfectly round head. Oh. Arms that were long to the point they almost touched the ground. Wow. The hands were massive, but the fingers ended with long talons that narrowly missed scraping the ground. Ooh. <laughs> That's good. Right? The eyes were much larger than human eyes, and they glowed with a yellowish light. They weren't exactly in the place human eyes were either, but they were not like fish eyes on the side, somewhere kind of in, in between. between. Mm -hmm. And they described the creature as being made of a sort of silver metal that glowed in the darkness. And they compared it to the light from the radium dial on a watch. Oh, I was like, that's really clever. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Like, because you can really visualize yeah. what that is. Yeah. Oh, cool. As the creature approached, it raised its hands as <gasps> if it was surrendering or if it was being robbed. Oh, okay. Okay. Just like this, right? Yeah. Hands up. Hands up. And so it, I put my hands up. There. No, it's a totally different thing. <laughs> Changed the mood. Okay. Now, it was moving really, really slow, and it, and it was moving towards the back door where Billy Ray and Lucky were still standing. So he was or it yes. I'm not gonna say he yeah. they, it, they were walking approaching like the this. two men with his hands, hands up. up in the air just walking slowly but like walking towards the two men constantly just still walking towards them oh okay that seems very like friendly yes scary Curious, but like like not trying to like I'm not not like I'm trying you. to eat you yes <laughs> yes we'll eat you yeah now, the setting, of course, was on a farm in the 1950s. So the first gust reaction for these men were to find their guns and rifles. Right. Yes. Okay. I was going to say that. I'm like, get your gun. Get your gun. Lucky found his 20 gauge shotgun and Billy Ray found the 22 rifle. They didn't mm -hmm. automatically charge outside, but rather waited inside while the creature still slowly made its way towards them. He just wants help. He, wanted, he just wants to talk. When the creature was roughly 20 feet away from the farmhouse back door, the two men fired their weapons straight at it. 
Oh, no. no. What's crazy uh-huh. is the creature apparently somersaulted backwards and, as the men stated, did a flip, scrambled upright, and scurried away into the darkness to the side of the house. Now, how it scurried was interesting in comparison to the slow method of approaching the house. It lowered its hands to the ground and ran super fast on all fours as if it was oh. using its arms to propel it quickly across the ground. Interesting. And its thin legs were helping to keep it in balance. I gotcha. So the, the arms were the power force yes, and like the back a, legs like a gorilla were just kind of kinda. like kicking. Yeah. Yeah, like a gorilla. Yeah, there you go. <gasps> Good comparison, yeah. Nicole. Now, at this point, it's it's sure I'm sure Lucky and Billy Ray's adrenaline were rushing that they waited a few minutes to see if the creature would reemerge. Yeah. But they didn't see anything outside anymore. So they went inside to the living room where all the women were. OK, now, by the way, yes. the women all thought the boys were playing a prank and being silly. Shooting oh, yeah. Guns yep, off. Yeah. Yep, okay. I get it. Uh-huh. They were busy with their farm chores, finishing with dishes and getting the children to bed. So they paid them little attention. Well, yeah, because, I mean, like, an alien encounter is not something it's that you're expecting to, to happen. Head. Exactly. <laughs> it's the last thing. Like, oh, last you thing, boys, right? stop, right. stop, you know, stop goofing being around. Boys, yeah. Yeah. But as soon as the men gathered in the living room, another creature that looked just <gasps> like the same one, the first one, sorry, uh-huh. appeared in the side window. Oh. So they're not really sure if this is the same one or if it's or a the different, different one. Okay. Ooh. At this point, J.C. Sutton also had a firearm, a 22 <laughs> rifle. All the men reacted by firing another shot through the screen side window, and they were sure they hit the creature. However, it did the same as the other creature and flipped, then disappeared. Oh, wow. I don't think everyone saw the creature at this point, but possibly Aileen did. And at some point, Aileen saw one of the creatures. I wasn't sure if it was there or somewhere else because it's, again, piecing together. Right, right, right. But it is unclear exactly where she viewed it. Mrs. Langford saw how Aileen was scared and shaken and terrified. And she told Mrs. Langford that she saw one of the creatures. <laughs> Mrs. Langford then told everyone to turn the lights out, which they all did. But she really wanted to catch a glimpse of what everybody else was seeing. Okay. She was oh. like, what's going on? Right. Okay. Yeah. So Billy was crouching in the hallway after the living room incident towards the front door. So Mrs. Langford crouched down with him and asked, now, just what have you been seeing? He responded with, wait and you'll see. <gasps> That's so scary. Right? No, don't say that. That's what he said. He's like, wait, wait and you'll see. Yep. Oh, so, good. That's good. That's like in a movie. It That's is. good. Movie scene. They remain crouched only three feet away from the front door for 20 minutes. Oh, no. They were just like, let's see what happens. Yeah. And Mrs. Langford got her wish. Chills, <gasps> okay. This is so good. It's really good. One of the creatures approached the door. <gasps> she and Billy stayed in their crouched position until the creature came right up to the screen of the front door. She described the creature looking like a five-gallon gasoline can with a head on top and small legs. <laughs> okay. All right. She said, it was a shimmering bright metal like on my refrigerator. Oh, okay. It's another shiny, you know, metallic looking thing. Yeah, so like stainless steel kind yeah. of. A, yeah. 
Mrs. Langford wanted to get up, but unfortunately her legs had locked up from crouching for so long. Oh, no. And then also she's in the dark. I feel you, Mrs. Langford. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm in my mid 40s now. And like if if I crouch for for too long minutes, uh, I can't stand up either. My legs would have been dead by then. Yeah. So she lost her balance and she fell flat on the floor and she was shrinking, shrieking and making a dull thud noise as she fell. The thud and shriek startled the creature who jumped back into the yard. But Billy decided to shoot the creature through the screen door. Of course he did because shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. The creature just jumped up high onto the roof of the house. Whoa! At least that's what they thought it did. Billy Ray made his way through the screen and was heading out into the yard, stopping underneath a small overhang on the roof at the front of the door. When everyone started freaking out and yelling at Billy Ray. Oh, Billy Ray, Billy you Ray. get back in here. Well, no. They witnessed a clawed hand reach out from the overhead and touch his hair. No. Oh, my God. Right? Aileen screamed and grabbed Billy's arm, pulling him back into the house. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Lucky was close behind Taylor, so he shoved his way into the front yard, passing Billy Ray and Aileen, and fired his 12-gauge shotgun in the vicinity of the creature on the overhang. Apparently, this actually knocked the creature over uh, the roof. As soon as that shot happened, Billy Ray noticed another creature on an outstretched limb of a maple tree that was right next to the house. And he yelled, there's one up in the tree, too. Lucky and Taylor shot at that creature up in the tree. Not sure if it was hanging or standing. No details were given. Okay. But it sent the creature flying off the limb. However... Instead of just falling to the ground like most things do with gravity, right? They swore it floated to the ground very slow like. And when it landed, the men shot at it again, but it scurried off on all fours exactly how the first creature did when the men shot at the, that one. That's so that's good. This is the overhang. <gasps> okay. Do you see it? Yes. It's not a very big it's overhang. It's a very small overhang. It's tiny. It's probably like what? Maybe like two feet, two, two and a half two. feet. Yeah. yeah, it's tiny. Ooh. So that's where the alien was hanging where he grabbed his grabbed hair. Grabbed his head. Ooh. Just like touched his hair. <laughs> that's so good. That's such like a scene in the movie that we're going to talk about yes, today. Right? I totally get why we watched that movie. Yeah. yeah you're so good. Oh, Nicole. Like that's so good. Themes. At the same exact time this all happened, okay, from the northwest corner of the house and right in front of Lucky, another creature started to approach. Wait, so this is like number three, maybe. We don't know. This is the hard part. There's no recollection of exactly how many creatures there were. This could have been the same exact one. It could have been the same one all of the time. No, because there there were definitely two seen at the same time. Yeah. Okay, but they would disappear because they're being shot at. They're being shot at. Okay, here's my problem. If they would have just been put their diplomatic pants on when the creature was had their hands up and was definitely in a submissive posture. Right. And just been like, hi, let's have a conversation. I'm sure all of this like craziness would have, you know, assuaged. But does it speak English? (laughs) You know, it didn't talk. Good question. Right. I heard they speak sure, like, telepathically, telepathically, but I have no idea. I've never met an alien to my knowledge. Oh, you remembered because, <laughs> you know, they like or to if erase I remember, your, They erase your brain. Yep. 
Well, anyway, so it hasn't talked at this point, right? But um, so this creature, when it started to approach, it could have been the same one from the roof. We don't know. Okay. But it was so close to Lucky that he took aim and shot at the creature at point blank range. Whoa. So right at me, right in front of you. Again, just talk to him. Have a conversation. Just wanted to shoot at him. They described the sound of the creature getting hit as if the shotgun shell hit a metal bucket. Whoa. The creature did the exact same thing as the others. It flipped over, got up, and ran away into the darkness. They didn't think the shotgun blast hurt the creature if it was able to scurry away so quickly. Right? Now, as you're saying, after witnessing the creatures unfazed at all by being shot at, Uh Lucky decided it was time to let the creatures be. Thank you, Lucky. Yeah, finally, Lucky. Thank you for having some sense right? at some point. At some point. No more shooting. Yeah. Right? The men who were outside gathered back into the farmhouse to hash out their plan of action at this point. Okay. Putting some pieces together, they agreed that because they would only see one creature at a time, there was most likely only two creatures, maybe one or two more, but it was really hard to tell. They were never in pairs or groups. Okay. They would... It was always C1 one individual would pop up. And then for me, I'm having like visions of what is that game? The whack-a-mole. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> of when you're at the Disneyland and you're doing the like the, uh, the toy, toy story, story game yes, and the aliens yes, and yeah, the things they, they come out of the side and they pop, pop out. Yeah. Like duck <laughs> that hunt. too. Yep. Yes. Duck hunt. Duck hunt. I used to cheat at duck hunt. Don't cheat. No, I used to cheat. Would you get really close to it? Yeah. I'm on the screen. Don't get close to the TV. Well, I was, you know, little. Cheater, but that's okay. And wherever they appeared, they were typically coming from a dark part of their yard. The theory was because their eyes were just so large, maybe they weren't able to handle the light like human pupils do. Oh. Because it had no pupils. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, they recapped on how when a creature was shot on the ground, it would do a flip and run away on all fours. But when shot in the air... It didn't fall, but it floated. Yeah. Right? Interesting. More on the running. They didn't see knee joints if as or if the hips flexed, but more like the legs were similar to stilt. Oh, so they, interesting. They never bent. Interesting. Okay. No one went to the authorities right away. And this is because <laughs> of the many different encounters they had that night. It was just constantly happening, right? Thankfully, the creatures were not violent. They didn't attack. Right. right? No, they never attacked. No, nope. They would do a flip and run away they try to touch but they weren't like trying to grab him and kill him right yeah i think he was just trying Curious. to be like hi yeah like stop, stop. shooting at yeah. me <laughs> nope or maybe um, he needed a touch to communicate oh maybe and he didn't get close enough he just touched the hair yeah didn't maybe. touch skin maybe maybe and even mrs langford though she kept trying to gather the men back into the house since they weren't being harmed she was right. smart. Right. She's like, leave him alone. Leave yep. him, be. Let him yeah. be. Yeah. After each encounter, after realizing the men were not trying to prank anyone, the women became frightened throughout the night. So that's Ugh. when they started. They were able to see them. Right. The children as well. And they couldn't stay in bed due to the frenzied activity. Well, yeah. If they're all in like these this two rooms in this area. tiny house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't tell if any more sightings or running outside and shooting happened at this point because this was the main encounters. But we mm-hmm. do know one of the children had run out into the front yard when a creature was seen and fired at so we also know that by the time the family left to go to the authorities one child was hysterical and had to be carried to the car 
It was roughly 11 o'clock p.m. when they climbed into their two automobiles on the property and drove straight to the Hopkinsville police station. So 7.30 to 11. 11. That's when everything happened. Three and a half hours. Because math. Because math. Now, the fact that this group of people even arrived at the doorsteps of the police station was a red flag for Chief of Police Greenwell. Uh Uh-oh. He is quoted. These aren't the kind of people who normally run to the police for help. When they feel themselves threatened, what they do is reach for their guns. Yeah, that's exactly and they what did they did. That. Yeah, they did that. They were believed immediately. Oh, yeah. Okay. So back to the farm, they sped in tow. There were Kentucky state troopers they had called in, a deputy sheriff from the Christian County Sheriff's Office, a staff photographer of the Kentucky New Era, Chief Greenwell, and I believe at least one more investigator that rode with Billy Taylor. It is noted that the investigator riding with Billy Ray Taylor and the family noticed how pale and hysterical Billy Ray was. And he even took his pulse. He had medical experience. Oh, okay. The investigator noted his heart rate at 140 beats per minute, typically twice as normal than the average heartbeat. Right, yeah. And he was quoted. Maybe the boy could pretend he would to be frightened in some ways, but I don't know how he could make his heart beat twice as fast as usual. Right. Yeah. That's a fight or flight thing. Yes. Yeah. So they, they were like, okay, something did happen. So we're going right. to go back with them. Now, the only non-witness of the creature. So at, this, at the beginning, I said there's 10 witnesses right. out of 11. Uh, 11 people. Yeah. June Taylor, wife of Billy Ray, stayed behind at the police station when everyone else left. She didn't see anything because she refused to. Oh, she's like, I don't want to look. I don't want yeah. to know. Yeah. She was too scared. At some point, though, as there was a lot of commotion and back and forth at night, she did return back to the farmhouse. They don't know how, but she finally went back. But she still, she was the only one that didn't see anything. Hmm. The three children saw things. Yeah, yeah. 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 She chose not to yes. see, though. That's the thing. Like, yeah. She very well could have seen. She and could she, she may have and just decided, nope, no. that's yeah. not my, done. <laughs> my world of possibility. I yep. didn't see it. Nope. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I need to note at some point, most likely right at the beginning of the investigation, something strange was happening in the night sky. There's something strange in, in your neighborhood. neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Alien busters? Men in black. <laughs> With the men in black. Combine the songs. All right. A state trooper reported seeing what looked like meteors flying overhead with a noise like artillery fire or whining and saw at least two of them. He was located at the Shady Oaks restaurant, which was roughly two or three miles away from Kelly, and they were traveling at a bizarre speed towards the Sutton Farm. <gasps> So there's sightings of random things that one at the beginning I said, right. Someone actually saw a flying UFO. Yeah. This guy's seeing meteors and he's a state trooper. Yeah. Yeah. So there's stuff going on. So is this, is this, okay. I know you don't really, this is probably fuzzy and I don't know if you can answer my question. Okay. But are these meteors in addition to the original? No. No, so this is all, this is everyone's report of that flying saucer. Someone, yeah, so a different farm saw the flying saucer. That was a totally different thing. Right. This was at the, like, 11, 12 at night. They saw the meteors. This state trooper saw meteors. Okay. So. So they're two different. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that the first group of aliens crashed. Okay. And then they came to the farm to ask for help. Oh, okay. Like ET phone home. But they wanted this thing to get came back in up. and dropped straight down. So they obviously had control of their ship. 
When they drop straight down. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I think it was like, but why did they come and be like, yeah, I don't know. Hi, I come in peace. Maybe because they read, they, they know how we are as human beings, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So I, well, I think the two meteors that came were the rescue crew to come get. Oh, maybe. Come get the That's aliens good, that were being shot at. That's like, well, okay. You got to listen to the rest of this. Okay. Okay, uh, there's more. There's more. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This I love is, it. That's why I love the story. Okay. Besides the slew of people I mentioned that followed the Suttons and the Taylors to the farmhouse, at least four military police, a Madisonville newspaper reporter, and a couple random people also arrived <laughs> okay. late at night. The family refused to go back into the house until it was thoroughly searched by authorities, which they did. Okay. Okay. Chief Greenwell's first silent mission was to see any evidence of alcohol, which he came up empty, (laughs) and so did other investigators. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Like, they're drunk. They're hallucinating. Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense. That's a good, you know, got to come to some conclusion. Yeah, but but the kids, though? No, exactly. Yeah. Just the adults. But you can make, you can do a frenzy and make the kids believe anything. That's true. That's true. Kids have crazy imaginations. Right. Later, though, in one of many interviews with Mrs. Langford, she said that alcohol was not allowed in the farmhouse. Okay. So we know for sure no one was drinking. Okay. It was noted that everyone, even the bravest of men that came and investigated, were on edge as they searched the property. They all felt sort of an unease, maybe due to the Sutton family's fear or possibly there were non-human creatures staring at them from the darkness and they could feel them being watched. But nonetheless, everyone felt uneasy that night. As they were searching the back area where the first creature was shot and knocked down, they did say they saw a luminous patch, roughly 1.5 feet in diameter in the grass. <gasps> From the side of the fence of the Sutton's farmyard, it was visible, but only at one angle. Once they inched closer, nothing looked out of the ordinary. Interesting. So they saw something, but kind they of. They couldn't figure out what it was because by the time they looked at it at a different angle it was yeah. everything if they was got fine. closer it didn't look like anything but from one certain angle from their farm there was a patch in the grass where that first creature emerged oh interesting and got shot at right was it the creature blood maybe or <gasps> don't know. we don't know don't know okay after doing a haphazard search of the farm and farmhouse they found shotgun shells in the yard right the screens shot out in the home mm-hmm. but that was it Unfortunately, Mrs. Langford believed no one even went to the gully where the spaceship had landed, as she said, they were all too scared. Uh, (laughs) But everyone started to leave disappointed and skeptical. Most of the investigators promised to return as soon as it was light to continue the search. Oh, because they're too scared to go in the dark. Oh, man. It wasn't their property. It was, remember, the the gully was the neighbor's property. So they didn't even, and it was so dark, they were like, nope. We're not going to do it. Hmm. By roughly 2 to 2.15 a.m., the Suttons and Taylors were alone again. Or were they? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I got chills again. <laughs> Everyone decided to actually turn in for some shut-eye. And maybe the investigators helped them with this since they couldn't find anything. Mrs. Lankford lay down in the living room. Her head toward the window started to drift off. Then mm-hmm. she became aware of a glow at the window. <gasps> As she looked out the window, she saw the same creature and its claws and hands, claw hands, were up on the screen as it was just staring at her silently. Whoa, that's so creepy. 
no, I don't. No, no. <laughs> to make sure her eyes were not playing tricks on her, she turned her head three times away from the window, yet the creature did not move or disappear. Whoa, so, so like, it was absolutely real. She's like, oh, my eyes are playing tricks. Yeah, nope, 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 nope. It's still there. Oh, no. She calmly and quietly called the rest of the family to come and look at it. But Lucky did not just want to look. He said, I'm going to shoot. Get my, sh- get my guns. I'm going to shoot. <laughs> Mrs. Langford responded with, for God's sake, don't. But Lucky replied, <laughs> Mama, I'm going to shoot the little man. Oh, and he lucky. made good on his word. Oh, lucky. However, just like the previous visits and shots made, there was no effect on the creature. He, when will he learn? I thought he, he did earlier, but shoot no. these guys. No. He damaged the window farm. And of that was course it. he did. Yeah. <sighs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. Little is known of the events after this. Okay. okay. All we do know based on interviews is that the last sighting happened at 5.15 a.m. Monday morning. Oh, my goodness. But that's it. 5.15 a.m. Wow. Now, what's crazy to me after all this insanity, the family goes about their business as usual. <laughs> and this farm kind of chores, they got to get done. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like if. OK, and I'm going to go into this. If it were a hoax, they wouldn't do that. I feel like they would go automatically back to the public and start like spreading it yeah yeah no after sunrise lucky sutton jc sutton and op baker drove out to evansville indiana which is 85 miles north of kelly to (laughs) either borrow a truck or pick up some furniture in a borrowed truck they're like we got to do some chores yep 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 billy ray taylor went also it's like let's get out of town yeah that's true and billy ray is like i want to perfect my yeah shot (laughs) Shot, my aim so see he went hunting with a neighbor and the four women remained at the farmhouse why? They have the worst job. At the right. They're going to stay there with all the creatures. This time when investigators did return, they searched the gully fields and woods because it's light out. Right. They questioned the children and woman and even climbed up onto the roof that was dusty and didn't see any footprints or dragging imprints of the claws. Nothing. The Air Force were there to investigate as well, even though there was talk that they didn't, but they were there. And okay. unfortunately, once they the visit reached the public radio, hordes of people tried to visit the farm, which was a super big nuisance for the Sutton family. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> they just want to forget the whole thing. Right? They didn't. Yeah, it happened. And it's like, no. What was very helpful, though, in this investigation was the help of engineer announcer Andrew B. Ledwith from the Oklahoma radio station WHOP. He had taken some art classes, and when he met up with the woman, he was able to come up with a sketch. Oh, so let me showing her, and I'll put this on our media. Okay, but kind of looks like a bird. It kind of looks like a bird. So, (laughs) right, a little bit. Yep. So the the height again, two and a half to three, three and a half feet. Sex is no indication. Head was bald, same color as body, like an egg. Uh-huh. The eyes like saucers, oversized, spaced about six inches apart, midway between ears and position of human eyes, partway around face. The ears were floppy, large, came to a point at the top like a piece of wrinkled leather, did not extend too much above crown, extended out from side somewhat. Mm-hmm. Mouth, a thin line spread from ear to ear. No lips, perhaps slightly lower than the ear. That's not certain. Skin or covering texture neither smooth nor wrinkled had qualities of both but neither predominated it seemed to be the actual skin 
Body, no neck, arms long and extended almost to ground, slightly tapered, but almost straight from top to bottom. No muscles or other details. Hands, large, oversized with talons. General shape of human hands, no count of fingers or knuckles. Okay, this creature does look like something that would own a Mothman or maybe turn into a Mothman. <laughs> maybe it was like a baby Mothman. You are so cute. <laughs> Trying to tie that in. Right? I am. Okay. Oh, it, I got some more though. Okay, okay. It, it's, it's a really interesting, because it doesn't look like the traditional alien no. picture that you it's see. It's a creature. Yeah. It's like a weird creature. Yeah. Now, once the men came home, Billy Ray had his own version and was interviewed alone by a different investigator. But as everyone knows, he's not the greatest person to trust. Right. Billy Ray's probably because he didn't actually kill one and he had to go sharpen his his skills. He's probably like, it was massive and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Am I right? So no one remembered a nose on the creatures, but Billy Ray did. Yeah. (laughs) And he also noted that the creatures were muscular in their upper bodies. Yep. Nice and buff. Yep. Also, the investigator was almost helping him along with the sketch, this different person, Mm -hmm. trying to give suggestions which field a different idea of the creature. However, it's confusing because this was obviously sketched by Ledwith. So I'm confused because I think he just took whoever sketched it and did this one. So this was it's pretty Billy similar though. Like it's, it's got similar. Main attributes are yeah. similar. It it does have a nose, but it also has like the big ears that are right. in the same kind of the shape. Ears the the eyes, eye placement is the same. Mm-hmm. The head shape is the same. The main differences are the nose and there's antenna. Antenna. Yep. And he's and got he's a muscular got build. Exactly. But the body shape is basically is the same. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Now, lastly, mm-hmm. the rest of the men were interviewed by Ledwith and finally came up with the last and final sketch. They came home and they're like, that's kind of it, but this is actually it. So they're oh, like, okay. the men were more closer to this creature, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Which when viewed by Mrs. Langford gave her the spooks of this image <gasps> and she would not comment. And she would comment that she couldn't look at it anymore. Because oh, this yeah. Because well, she saw it out the window. Yeah. This oh. is the actual final creature. I, okay. I got the chills, but I love that. I love it. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bat. It's bat kind of person. like a bat. Yoda, like from the side, it, the ears yeah. are very Yoda-like. Yeah, the ears right? are very big. That's a good way to describe it. He's very, it's, uh, uh, it's kind it of kind of looks an amphibian man-like almost. Yeah, right? amphibian man. So what they did, oh, they changed cool. it because the head was way more rounder. So the girl, the women had it with a chin. This one's like a big circle. Yeah, okay? it is. There's no nose. One man stated very strongly that there was none. Right. So none. They had no, no neck, nose. No nose. Eyes were yellow. Again, same same kind of area. Ears are the same. Body, powerful above waist. Muscles were clearly seen. Which, I mean, that makes sense if that's because how if they run. To, yeah, yeah. To propel themselves. Yeah. Uh, below waist, thin and spindly, almost no shape to legs. Stick-like. Right. Okay. Hands are the same. Everything. So the, the biggest change in the, the final sketch was the head shape and a little bit bigger body. Mm-hmm. Right. I like the side view. I think it's so right? cute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I would be freaked out if I saw this in real life because I have nothing to compare no. it to in my natural world. Right. It's very, it looks like nothing on this planet. No, no. But I don't know if I would be super like scared of it. I think I would be curious. It was short too. It's not like it's Yeah, like, it's only like, it's, you know, you know, like a little kid. Yeah, kid and size. it didn't talk. It didn't try to like hurt him. No. Ludwig's impression of the family as he was sketching for them. They were all genuine and all 100% in belief of what they saw. 
<sighs> Ledwith did not try to suggest anything. All body parts were given to him without any doubt, except the nose from Billy Ray. But again, they were so mesmerized by the eyes that they were the one feature that they saw the most, right? They couldn't mm-hmm. remember the nose. No one was asking the other what they thought or trying to work together. Everyone was very certain and could feel how terrified the women still were about it. Yeah. As mentioned earlier, those following days were very hard on the family. Remember? Oh, maybe I didn't say this. There were no locks on the doors. <gasps> I didn't say that. No, you didn't. Okay. Ooh, so, that makes it scary. Yeah, no locks on the door. So, but gawkers and nosy people would walk through the house at any time they pleased. Oh my gosh, people, yeah. come on. They wanted the family to pose for pictures. Small businesses were trying to set up concession stands in their yard. <gasps> the radio stations wanted them to come in for more interviews. How but the disrespectful. family refused. People, yeah. you don't just invade other people's nope. yards and set up. I'm gonna set up concession this stand the, in this your was property. Huge back then. I mean, you imagine like never, nothing ever happening in this in this little rural town, like yeah, and people just being nosy and, and yeah, me. Like, but to be so brazen to just walk through the house. Oh, yeah. Ha! Let me yeah. take a picture. I want to take pictures of the alien. No, yeah. come on. And the Air Force did not have their backs. They issued two statements to the press. First, that there had been no official investigation of the reports of the spaceship and its passengers. And second, there were no basis to the report. And almost all the public was extremely skeptical of the family. At one point, there were rumors that the family up and left because of all the chaos. Yes, the Suttons actually wanted to leave for Michigan, where Mrs. Langford's married daughter lived. Yeah, right? yeah, makes sense. But knowing they would most likely be looted by people, since again, no locks, right. they returned soon after their departure. Oh. Another interesting fact. Fort Campbell sent out investigators to question the family and wanted a description of the little men that visited them. They left and returned a few hours later with an actual model of it, and the family confirmed its accuracy. <gasps> Mrs. Langford said... The man who made it must have known exactly what they look like. Yeah, I, it was a pre-made model if they returned so quickly. So quickly. Wow. Okay, now. Okay. With all that said. Yeah. Skeptic pants on if you want to, but it's crazy. No, I fully believe in aliens. Okay. Come on. But of course I'm going to go into like what skeptics were saying okay. and then I'm going to debunk that. Too. And then I'm going to be, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll help, I'm on your team with okay. that because people, come on, yeah. don't be skeptical. There are aliens. Of course there are. And this poor family, man. Why yeah. would they make this up? Okay. I'm going to go into it. Okay. No footprints. Okay. <laughs> the counter. Because the, they float. Yes. The counter, the ground was extremely hard and dry at this time in August. In oh, Oklahoma. uh-huh. And the little men were practically weightless. Remember them floating around? So most likely they wouldn't leave much impressions. Right. Mm -hmm. No marks on the roof. Same situation. Weightless creatures. Yeah. Okay. No blood. Due to the fact that they were shot at the creatures and they weren't harmed and may not even have blood. Who knows? Like, yeah, they're a different creature. We heard like a metal ting. Yes. So to me, that sounds like the bullet just bounced off. Yeah. It's either they're made from like their their body composition is something where bullets are impenetrable or they're wearing some like super awesome armor like st- you know, spacesuit that's yeah. not going to be penetrated right right exactly none of them died right right there was that luminous patch that i mentioned earlier which could have in- indicated some kind of harm but who knows no one no one really knows right because right. they saw the patch and then they didn't see it and they're like meh whatever yeah, yeah. So they didn't they didn't do any more investigation of <laughs> yeah that. No one saw any of the little men. 
Okay. When you have 10 witnesses that saw the little men and one woman who's like, I'm not playing this game. Yeah. Well, besides them. When the Suttons gave their account on the event that happened, they they kept saying how the creatures would appear from the darkness and their home at the time of the incident only had lower power bulbs and some flashlights, which may have been okay for those creatures to withstand, right? Mm -hmm. With no pupils or eyelids, they probably were not able to handle any brighter light. When the authorities did that search that night, there's probability since they were so weightless, they could have hid amongst the high tree branches because they didn't look up there. Right. Or they, they were looking down on the ground. Yeah. They're like, oh, these creatures are about two and a half, three yeah, feet they tall be on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Or they retreated to their spaceship because mm-hmm. it was still there. Yeah. Speaking of. Yes. No spaceship was found. Well, okay, it could have gone as quickly as it came. Obvious explanation <laughs> is it was in the sky. Yeah. When this, they searched at night, no one approached the gully right away. And if the craft was able to stop midair and land straight down, who's to say it did the same when the Suttons took off for the authorities and returned with their fevered curiosity and then took off before sunrise? Like, there's so many ways to hide this thing because it was so quiet and silent, right? Right, yeah. Nobody in the house heard it. Nope. Only, who was it that saw Billy it first? Ray. Billy Ray saw he's it outside, at first. Yeah, because he's outside, yeah. Yeah. No sign any object had landed, Okay. Investigators found no impressions, burned land, crushed areas, etc. Most likely, if the creatures were able to float and be weightless, what's stopping them to make a craft that can hover with no use of heat? Right. They, they're using technology. I mean, this craft is moving in a way that we can't... We can't do it. Do it. <laughs> it's yeah. like light years advanced. Yeah. Unfortunately, no one did check for radioactivity in the gully, mm. which they could have, but they didn't. Yeah. Okay. Arguments. More arguments. Okay. Billy Ray Taylor and Lucky Sutton, as mentioned earlier, were part of a traveling carnival. Everybody knew that. Yes. So they for sure swindled the public because they knew how to trick them, right? Oh, goodness me. However, Billy Ray was already discredited in some ways by the family. Yeah. 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 They're like, don't listen to him. Yeah. He's he's (laughs) foolish. But so why would they all buy into what he would have to say? They already said he was seeing things when the ship landed. So why would they go along with the charade when family was visibly frightened? Yeah. And I think that like due to the invasiveness of everybody that came to their farm Mm -hmm. and just brazenly went into their house or set up shop on their land, Mm -hmm. they would have come out at some point and been like, you guys, guess what? It was all a hoax. We were just kidding. Go home. Right. They never did. No, they they, they stuck always to stuck story. to their story. They were, they were just so mad. They were mad. They were there. Why would they? Why would they allow all this harassment to keep going mm-hmm. when they very easily easily could have made it stop by saying it was a hoax? Right. Nope, but they didn't. Yeah. They did start charging for they they started charging for admission. Oh, the Suttons were charging for admission to their and people home? were saying, oh, that this whole thing was a publicity and a profit. Now. They did that. They do. They put signs, but only because the no trespassing signs and shooing them away didn't do anything. So right. they thought, so like, that, okay, I'll make you pay money if you want to come to my land. Exactly. Makes sense. They wanted I to bring do some that money too. in <laughs> or discourage people from coming up to their property saying, you're going to have to pay us in order to come in. Right. They didn't instantaneously put those admission signs up the day after. And they even asked why, you know, like, get off our property. So. Yeah. So they were just trying to get them to like, well, maybe we'll make a profit off of this after like days of being harassed. Yeah. And I mean, 
people want to hold on to their money so they yeah. wouldn't yeah exactly that, that's a Back then. much better way no trespassing signs it's not gonna do anything there's not gonna do anything right. but if you're like you have to pay me money to come on my land and people are gonna think twice yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> Lastly, yeah. Lastly, I want to recite a passage from a very extensive report. This is where I got all my research from. Close Encounter at Kelly. It's by Isabel Davis and Ted Bletcher, and it's so like so detailed. This okay. is again, okay. how okay. I got I'm all this. Okay, I'm going to recite a passage. The Suttons stuck to their story stubbornly, angrily. They insisted that they were telling the truth. Neither adults nor children ever so much as hinted at the possibility of an exaggeration or a mistake, neither in public nor to relatives. There was no trace of a retraction in any of Mrs. McCord's information. The publicity, the questioning, the ridicule, the insinuations that they were flighty or weak-minded had no effect. Eventually, unable to cope with the situation, they took refuge in angry silence. But this is not the same thing as a recantation. Their refusal to concede an inch of skepticism may not prove anything about the truth of their story, but it does tell something about them. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? They, this was real. This was real. This was real. And then one more thing. I said lastly, but I, I lied. There's one more thing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. One last thing I did want to make a note about was that both the author, Isabel Davis, and Chief Greenwell, who interviewed Mrs. Lankford mm-hmm. after the incident, Chief Greenwell said, she was the most impressive witness. She's the type of person who wouldn't tell a lie if her life depended on it. And both her sons that lived in Hopkinsville, Tillman Jr. and Frank, thought it was a hoax until they heard Mrs. Lankford also saw the creatures. After that, they believed her mm-hmm. and that something did visit the farm. Tillman Jr. even said, if mama saw it, it was there. Oh, nice. Good. One last round of chills for me. Right? That was good. So you got to read this report. It's free online. Okay. Close Encounter at Kelly and Others of 1955. I love it. But isn't that a fascinating encounter? That was good. That was very like your very classic alien story. The only thing that was missing was the cow being sucked up into the spaceship. (laughs) Something being taken. Right. I shouldn't have. Oh, that was so good. I love alien stories. This we need one to just, do more. That one was real. I've never heard that one. And right. it's so classic. It called it's so to good. me because of how just all these details and the fact that they won't recant and they're just, they believe what they saw. Well, yeah. And, and, and 10 people seeing it. 10 people. All at the same time. And mm-hmm. they all have very and staunch personalities. The they're not, not inclined to, well, a couple of them are inclined to lie, but they were called out yeah. on that. So. One of them would exaggerate more. Yeah. But other than that, it was like they all had the same experience. Yeah. I mm-hmm. fully believe this. I mean, there's no way that we are the only intelligent life form that there exists in the entire the whole universe. universe, which I can't even fathom how big this place is. It's right. Like, oh, oh, fun oh, fact. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She Just got excited. This is a side, this is a side thing because I thought I love space space and my husband does too. We were so fascinated. They had a model replica of our sun. Uh-huh. Like if space down. And it was like. Three million of Earths would fit into the sun. Right. And they showed it. And I was like, holy crap. So if the sun is that big, you can't, I can't even fathom how big our universe yeah. is. Like, and, and our, our, okay. So I grew up 
with space around me, right? So <laughs> I grew up in Houston. Uh-huh. My my dad is an aerospace engineer so working cool. at NASA. Nice. Um, my friends growing up, their parents were astronauts. Oh my gosh. I knew lots of astronauts. That is so cool. I used to work at Space Center Houston. Wow. So I've been around space mm-hmm. my entire life. And it it's mind boggling mm-hmm. what exists out there and how truly bizarre things are outside of our natural world. Oh, yeah. There is a planet that rains diamonds. I saw that. Right? I saw that in the news. To me, that's insane. What? But yeah, we have no idea what kind of things can exist beyond our world Uh because we're not exposed to that. Nope. And we've only dipped our toe. Oh, not even like... Not even an entire toe. Yeah. Like not even an entire pinky toe. Exactly. Just tiny scratches of the surface of what is possible Mm -hmm. outside of Earth. So, of course, I'm not arrogant enough to think that... We're alone. We're alone. Mm -hmm. There's no way we're alone. No. And I fully believe we've been visited... Multiple times. Multiple times, yeah. At least. And all of the the, the Tic Tac videos from the Air Force finally starting to release things. And alien stuff is finally starting to be released and come back out. And we're getting all this intelligence. This story was originally not part of Project Blue Book, which Uh is that big thing that they're releasing. Yeah. But now it is. Now it is. Yeah. Because the Air Force was there. And so I fully believe that they're like, oh, nothing to see here and swooping it under the rug. They're all gathering their information and having that model of the alien right there. That was absolutely not the first time they came across these creatures. Exactly. How cool. I love it. This is a good one, Nicole. Thank you. I love it. We have to go visit the farm. Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma, where the wind comes. This is our second Oklahoma yes, one. Yes, because there's a haunted house there. So oh, that's we'll have to right. Do that that's too. right. Yes. <laughs> we have a big go. bucket list. We do. Well, that was an awesome story Thanks. time, Nicole. I loved Me it. Me too. Well, let's go on. Is it time for movie time? It's movie time. Yay. <laughs> Okay, movie time, as we were <laughs> mentioning, this is very, very in sync with our story Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Signs, signs, everywhere the signs. Okay. <laughs> as Angela's singing. So yes, we, we are going to review Signs, which was released in 2002. It got 6.8 stars in IMDb. The synopsis. A widowed former reverend living with his children and brother on a Pennsylvania farm finds mysterious crop circles in their fields, which suggests something more frightening to come. Yes, this is or was, but still is a very strong favorite of mine. But I loved this movie when it came out. Yes, it scared the bejesus out of me because especially when Okay, I'm like jumping way ahead there's no spoilers <laughs> no you all see here because sure. you if you haven't watched it on youtube it's free with it's ads free. yeah there's ads but that's Whatever. okay that gives you an opportunity to go get a drink or get some snacks. popcorn or snacks or take a pee break whatever you need to do <laughs> but it's so good and and what really got me first of all i was a big m night Shyamalan fan when he first came out mm-hmm. because the way he told his stories that it was very different 
mm-hmm. at the time. Oh, People yeah. weren't telling stories the way that he was. And you couldn't see the twists and the turns. And you couldn't see how things were going to come together. And this movie was the pinnacle of that for me. Because when they're in the basement, and especially when the hand comes around <laughs> and grabs Morgan, the little boy. Creepy. Um, I was like, there's no way they're getting out of this. I mm-hmm. saw absolutely. And this was the first movie I ever saw where I was like, I don't know how they're going to get out of this. <laughs> so I don't creepy. know how this is going to end. Yep. They cannot get out. Yep. And I very vividly remember saying that. And I still say that. And I'm like, the way they get out is just crazy. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's so fun. I, there's so many elements to this movie that just like got me and it scared me and just you you feel so empathetic for this family and they're going through all this like again very similar to hereditary where it's like you lose a family member and they're just that grief you know the grief and everybody's processing it in very different Different. ways Mm -hmm. and you don't have a cohesive unit and you're trying to find a way to move forward and everyone's moving forward in very different Mm -hmm. ways and so it's it's yeah it's really interesting and the way that the tone of the whole movie this Uh is a very M. Night Shyamalan thing where everybody is just very even Mm -hmm. and very kind of calm and very kind of serene and and just you know there's not a whole lot of big dramatic acting it's all very level yeah and but it, that's kind of chilling too. It's very chilling, and it's when very like. Happen, it's just like, whew. it's very jarring. Yeah, that that's where the drama comes, yes. and it, it makes you put kind of put yourself in that situation a little bit more, mm-hmm. because they aren't reacting with these big crazy motions. Right. They're kind of like, oh, that's interesting, and, and they, they kind of piece it together, piece it together, mm-hmm. and they kind of approach it the way that I feel. I would approach it. Everything's mm-hmm. definitely more internal and right. it's not like big reactions to everything. Right, right. But it is scary right from the get-go. And that's what I love about scary movies that do this. Uh-huh. Like they're screaming, right? The little... Yeah, the little kids. Just and like screaming and then they scream like, and then they the like, parents immediately happening? perk up. And yes. Like, what, what? And then when they're in the field, when um, the, the dad is in the field mm-hmm. with the, the cop and then he stops and he goes, I don't hear my children. Yes. That is such a pro-parent move yes that is 100 percent. oh oh yeah like something's amiss if i can't hear my kids yeah and it's funny i was reading the reviews on youtube for this movie yes and so 2002 right it came out i first watched it and i was i loved it but even someone put it out i was like that's so true after having kids oh yeah this movie hits you in a way different way your perspective yeah and i was like oh my gosh like those reactions were very real parent yes. reactions every time like when he's brushing his teeth and he hears this kid scream and he just stops yeah. and he listens and he listens and then his his brother doing the same thing just stop like yep. waking up and being like and then you just run yeah <laughs> you're like okay what's going on right? i gotta find my kid um mm-hmm. and then the scene where they're eating the food uh-huh he prepared he's like everybody eat like yeah oh, i'm gonna enjoy i'm like that's something i would totally do yeah <laughs> i'd be like yeah. So caught up in emotions and like the fear of everything, I would totally just flip out too. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, like yeah. I'm going to eat. I'm, I'm going to eat. eat everything. And I love the up. way he grabs everybody yes. and his brother oh, and, and they all, yeah, that was sweet. they're all crying and, and he's like, I'm just going to eat. Just eat the food. Yeah. 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 So many emotions and he does that so well. Yeah. And I actually teared up this time watching this oh, movie. Oh, did you? Because at the end when he's, you know, he's 
clutching his son and mm-hmm. he's like he has asthma for a reason he has and then joaquin phoenix his face and he's he does a great performance did a great performance he's like yes. he's freaking out and she's little girl's crying and then he goes was i saved and i was like oh <laughs> that sounded like one of your little kids right? so i feel like that's such oh, a reaction you would God. have yeah gut-wrenching yeah it is so one thing that reminded me of my kids oh yes and this is total pro-parent move Uh I love anytime they do this in the movie where the dad is sleeping Mm -hmm. and then the little girl young Abigail Breslin so cute she's so So freaking adorable and you see her in this and then you think of where she is now in like zombie land so different different. she grew up she she grew up and good yes good 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 for her but she was so freaking adorable Perfect for this too. And, and the fact like when she goes to her dad and her dad just suddenly wakes up and it's her face <laughs> right in front of his face. I'm like, yup, yep. that's a, that's a parent thing. Yep. Like there's a man outside my window. A can monster. I, a monster. That's what it is. There's a monster outside my window. Can I have a glass of water? Yes. <laughs> and phased again, that whole fact that you're saying like, there's just like, she's not screaming. No, she's not freaking just very out. Very matter of fact. Very yeah, specific. Yeah, and he's just like, okay, yeah. let's get you a glass of water. Yep, we're all good. <laughs> there were so many moments. So many that good moments. Where, you know, and they all have their, their tin foil hats on and, and he, the dad walks in and he's just like, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, he just has to go with all of the things that keep happening and he finds Meryl in the yep. in the closet with the TV and he's like, yeah. okay, okay, this is this is what <laughs> we're doing now. Which is a great scene. I love that. He's yeah. like, they were watching too much TV and his eyes are glued to the TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, they were watching too much TV. I sent him out to go do things and he's like watching. But yeah, so many good moments. And yes, there's a religious undertone to it because it's called signs. So it's not yeah. just crap, you know, signs that aliens yeah, are there's, coming. Yeah, there's, you know, multiple levels to this. Yes. You know, the, the dad was a, was a, pri- a, a minister. minister yeah. yeah, he was a minister. And then he lost his faith because of the way his wife died. Yes. And he couldn't reconcile that no. God would do that take, to take, take, her his, away. take her away. And so he lost his faith. And then she gave him signs mm-hmm. in her final words. Right. Which always gives me chills. It gave me chills <gasps> yes. right now. And he recognized those signs and was able to finally, finally realize what, how, what that connection is and and that that made him believe in God again and go back to being a minister, which I think is a beautiful story that goes along with that. Sure, And it doesn't have to be like a religion, but if you lose faith in, in either your religion or in humanity Mm -hmm. or in life, Mm -hmm. and then you find meaning in it again. That's what That's the beautiful, beautiful story yeah. is here. And his family, just like... He found his meaning and he found his purpose yeah. and he was able to glue his family back together right. through this really crazy experience. Right. But, but I do have to talk about one thing that bothers me in this movie. Oh, there's a few that I'm going to go into. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mine is silly. Okay, go. Joaquin Phoenix's shoulder. Oh, that's right. <laughs> this is silly. It's so it's so silly. I just had to bring a but light element into has it. To, but, you everyone's know. got their quirks. He Go. has, you know, he has, you know, one shoulder that's rounded forward, mm-hmm. and I think it. I don't know if it was like a birth defect or something, but it's really pronounced in this movie. And so every time I see it, I just want to like roll his shoulder back. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even see that. I know. I know. It's it's such a stupid thing for me to like notice and focus on. But you guys will see it. He's such an incredible actor. Like the shoulder thing, whatever. It's fine. But for me, that's just like 
you're a silly thing. dumb little thing you're that funny. I notice where I'm just like let's roll your shoulder back let's <laughs> put it back in place it's not in the right place no. and I think I notice those things because you know posture posture you know I teach posture with you, my singing so almost, I want to fix the posture yeah. and fix the placement of the shoulders and so you're funny you should have <laughs> seen me when I was playing in school you would have gotten so mad at me but would have helped me because my shoulders would go forward a lot yeah I roll forward yeah, yeah. it's terrible yeah my, my posture suffered Alexander technique I people know. <laughs> Okay, I'm yes. sure everyone's like seen this and they know this and they probably say this all the time, but why would an alien species pick Earth knowing that it's 70% water? <laughs> right? And they're in a farm where there's sprinklers going off, I'm sure all times of the day, they've had to have touched water at some point and go, "Oh, ow." Like, yeah, "Oh, no, water, water water is their weakness." Spoiler, guys. <laughs> That's how that's how we get rid of the aliens is through water. Which Angela pointed out to me that I didn't realize that M. Night Shyamalan's got this thing with water in all yeah. his movies, which is cool. I just I was like, wow, OK. Yeah. But like you can't make a weakness of an alien species to come invade and harvest humans when one, they're surrounded by water. Maybe there's a couple countries, but don't they know that's like going to be a hazard? Like <laughs> I'm going to land somewhere. I'm going through the atmosphere where there's water. Yeah. Right. And, and, and if they're coming to harvest humans, which is we're what they were water. doing. We're water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, sorry, I'm not Shyamalan. It's a really good story. And I love this, but this does not make sense because aliens would not come to earth if their weakness is water. Yeah, it it wouldn't make sense. They're that smart to come travel millions of billions of light years away to harvest us. Well, maybe they were that desperate. I guess, but that was stupid. And they can't open a pantry door. Come on. Yeah, you could open a pantry door. They were wiggling the knob in the basement. Yeah, and they they were smart enough to like do a tactic. But he had a whole big like table shoved up against the pantry door. still, they look strong they had poison in their bodies yeah. like you'd think they would be able to handle doors yeah locks <laughs> if a dinosaur can figure out how to open a door yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right yes jurassic park but anyway that it was it very elaborated to to get to the story that's where it bugs me the most but all said and done it was a really good story yes and it was, m night Shyamalan is a very good storyteller yeah. I like the way he weaves the tapestries and, and, and gets multiple layers of a story told. Right. And he does it in a way that was brand new at the time. Yes. 2002. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. cool the back then. Sixth Sense. Yes. I mean, you'd never seen him. You, I don't want to spoil the Sixth Sense, but you know. <laughs> well, you should, if you've seen Signs, I'm sure you've seen Sixth Sense. Where he was dead the whole time. It was him. He's the dead people. And that was so that cool. That shocked everybody. That was To so the point cool. that I remember when that movie came out, nobody would spoil that. Yeah. It was, everyone yeah. was very respectful and mm-hmm. nobody spoiled that. I like that too. Yeah, that was cool. Well, how many stitches would you give this movie? I love this movie. I don't care how problematic it is (laughs) I still go back to it I still find new things in it and Mm -hmm. you know as I get older and you know I'm a parent now so those parent emotions were coming in stronger it's it's just a movie that I keep going back to and I will watch it yeah so it's got to be high it's got to be like an eight yeah eight stitches it's high good for you that's (laughs) a higher than than I would I give it a five a five yeah okay because again no it's a good movie 
You horror? just have issues with the water. <laughs> yes. It's not a horror movie. In the, no, it's say. an alien movie. Yeah, which is, yeah, supernatural. But it's really a story yeah. about losing faith and coming yes. back to your own faith. And it's, yeah. Set against it's aliens. That. Yeah. yeah. Against aliens that don't, shouldn't be here. Anyway, <laughs> I would give it a five just because of those plot holes. But we should have watched Mars weird. Attacks. That would have been a better one. <laughs> My husband <laughs> loves that movie. He watches that, I swear to God, monthly. Does he really? Yes, because he loves that movie. And I get it's it. so funny it's got some really cool elements to it uh-huh. yeah we well that's it's not a horror movie it's not either, a horror but, movie yeah but he loves that movie yeah yeah it's silly but anyway yeah. i love alien movies yeah. yeah yeah we could we could probably do that a lot in this podcast yeah so. we'll do more aliens because there's so much more so much I'm so excited. Well, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please check out more of our podcast. You can catch us on uh, Podbean. Yeah. What do do we have going on on Podbean right now, Nicole? Yo, we just set up a patron account. Patron. It's not Patreon, but it's Patreon. Patreon. So you have to go to to Podbean Podbean Mm -hmm. and catch our patron if you guys want to help support us because it does cost money to buy yarn. It does cost us money to buy storage space. Space for all of our so much but we're, we're recording it's just us too everyone else has us. these like groups of people that they can hire nope we can't we yeah have no it's money just to do us that. yeah it's just us so if you want to support our little podcast and help us grow yeah and get some handmade things from nicole and i yes. and get some shout outs yeah, yeah. find us on podbean at patron.podbean.com slash tos tos you can also email us at the ominous stitch at gmail.com check out any of our socials we want to hear from you so let us know what you're going on if you guys decide to purchase the wonderful alien head granny square it is awesome i highly recommend you do it show us what you're making show us what you're making if you aren't doing an alien alien head granny square we want to hear from you we want to build our community so thank you guys for joining us for another exciting episode thank and you. we'll see you stitchers see you stitchers oh.